Welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about ditching diet culture and helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight by helping them keep it simple. I'll be sharing tips, nutrition information, and actionable strategies. Plus, I'll be your coach to keep you motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. All right, let's get started. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. I'm back from a little hiatus, so I'm sorry if you missed a couple of weeks of episodes, but we're back on track and I am ready and excited to getting back to putting out an episode for you each and every week. This week's episode is inspired by a most recent trip to the grocery store and some polls I did with you on Instagram and the big change in routine that a lot of you are going through with back to school. I'm going to test out my idea of doing how-to episodes with this very first episode on how to grocery shop. I'm also gonna start doing some more product comparisons, reviews, and recommendations so that you can feel confident when you are making choices for you and your family at the store. So today's episode is a virtual audio tour on how to grocery shop. The first step in grocery shopping actually begins before you've even hit the grocery store. You need to do a couple of things. And the first thing that I suggest that you do is to make a really loose meal plan. And I've talked a little bit about this in a previous episode, episode number 10, Simplifying Meal Time. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to hit pause on this one and go take a listen to that episode first, because I talk a lot about um, how we can simplify meals and don't uh, bristle at the idea of a meal plan because I keep it super basic and super simple. And I have lots of good tips in that episode. So that's in episode 10. And I will include a link to that in the show notes and you can go check that out. And of course, you can find my show notes at lauravermander.com slash podcast. Okay, so back to this first step of making a super basic meal plan. And I know that I've talked all about how I don't meal prep, but this is different. It's like a little bit of structure to your week and just giving a little bit of brainstorming to what you might be doing this week and or whatever week you're shopping for and what you need to be buying in order to make that happen. So what I suggest you do is you write out the days that you're shopping for and create a loose structure of what meals you are going to have. So that doesn't even have to be Monday to Friday. You could just be grocery shopping from Monday to Wednesday or maybe it's Thursday and Friday, whatever days that you're grocery shopping for. Take a couple of quick seconds, write down the meals that you need to shop for, and that gives you a little bit of a loose structure. And if you're doing like what I suggest in episode 10, where you're theming your days, you're taking these themes into account when you're writing out your meals. Okay, so then the next step after we've done this super basic structure is now we are going to make that structure into a grocery list. I start off lists and I recommend that you break them into categories. 
I personally do fruit, vegetables, meat, dairy, bread, and then I do a miscellaneous category. And I also typically suggest that you break your categories and you write them on your list in how you um, into how your grocery store is actually organized. So this completely depends on what grocery store you shop at and maybe you don't always shop at the same grocery store. But if you're anything like me, you're like a nice creature of habit and you like to go into the same store every single time and you get into a routine of where everything is. And so it's pretty easy for you to kind of think about how the grocery store is laid out and then write out your shopping list in this order. If you haven't planned snacks into your meals um, in step one, this is a good time to make sure that they are going onto your grocery list. So I, you know, think about, okay, what do G and F need for snacks for the week? What do I want? What does R want? And I write those all out in there as well. I also keep a running list in our kitchen on a whiteboard of what we need as it runs out or as it pops into my head because I'm super forgetful and unless I write it down in that minute, I'm thinking later on what was that item that I needed and I've already totally forgotten what it is. So I keep a running list in the kitchen because you know if we run out of ketchup, I pop it on the list. So now that we've got our grocery list and however you like to do it, I like good old pen and paper so that I can mark things off as I go in the store. We're going to take our list and off we go to the grocery store. Pro tip, try not to forget the list. I do half the time and you have to call your partner and make them snap a photo of it and send it to you. Okay, so now that we're at the grocery store, the first thing that we're going to start is my biggest and best advice is that we are starting with the perimeter of the store first. Fruits and vegetables, I always recommend you go for color, go for what's on sale, and go for what you like. Pick what you like, pick foods that you love to eat. If that's always the same fruits, then have at it. I eat a banana every single day. My day is not right unless I eat a banana, so bananas are a staple on my list and they are always going in my grocery cart. The next section is bread, and here I'm recommending that you choose whole grains as much as possible. We want a hearty, filling bread that's going to give us long-lasting fullness, lots of good fiber for our gut health, and that is going to come from a whole grain bread. So what you want to do is check the ingredient list, aim to choose a bread where its first ingredient is whole grain and then whatever kind of flour that it is. And then from there, you can kind of pick and choose what your favorite flavors are, try different breads out, what fits in your budget, what's on sale. That's up to you. The next section that we hit in my store is meats. My recommendation is that you are choosing lean meats. Again, grabbing what's on sale, grabbing extra of what's on sale and freezing it if, if possible is always a good option. And I like to include some frozen, frozen options here too. So maybe you're grabbing some frozen fish or chicken nuggets for the kiddos or you're grabbing frozen shrimp. And those are some just handy things to have in your freezer for those days where you don't have something or you've forgotten to take something else out like chicken out of the freezer. It's always good to have something that you can cook straight from frozen. Here's where you can also think about vegetarian meals. Things like tofu are often near that meat section as well, depending on how your store is. 
The next section that we hit is dairy. Here I'm suggesting that we go for a lower fat milk. It doesn't mean skim milk. You can drink, you know, a 1% or a 2% depending on how much you're drinking milk. Then I would be grabbing some eggs and some yogurt. My suggestions with yogurt are plain yogurt and go for Greek because it's got extra protein or the skier yogurts are great. If you like cottage cheese, that's another good one to grab in this section. And those are good for things like breakfast and snacks. And then our frozen section, we want to grab whatever vegetables and fruit we want in this section. So whatever you like in those two categories and maybe some simple, easy add-ons like a thin crust pizza are good options. Things that you can kind of heat and eat. I borrowed that idea from Abby Langer. She's another dietitian. She writes a lot for media. So her heat and eat options, you know, I mentioned them already. Chicken nuggets, fries, frozen fish, spring rolls those types of things, thin crust pizza, you can all find those on the perimeter of the store as well. So now that we've conquered the perimeter of our store, we're going to move into the aisles. I do suggest that you only walk the aisles where you need something. So you're checking your handy list that you made and didn't forget. You are only going to go down the aisles that have items that are on your list. So this means no meandering. It's important to keep in mind that grocery stores are a business and they are 100% designed to sell you food. Not only are foods put at an eye level where you are more likely to see it. They also are packaged and end caps are designed to catch your attention. And this is why I do suggest no meandering up and down aisles because you're often going to end up putting foods into your cart that are not on your list. This also is another good time to recommend that you don't go grocery shopping hungry. Make sure that you are well fed before you head into that grocery store. Middle aisles also have lots of great stuff. So the things that you want to be putting on your grocery list from the aisles are things like legumes, oatmeal, pastas, tuna, nuts and seeds, any spices, oils that you need to be cooking with, things like granola bars, cereal, high fiber cereals, all those types of things are found in those aisles. They are good, healthy options that are going to fit into your routine. I do also suggest that you consider putting a snack or dessert item on your grocery list and into your cart. As I've said before, all foods fit. It's more about picking something that you enjoy and then making a plan to enjoy it. So now that we've gone through the aisles, and that was a really quick covering of the aisles, obviously when I start doing more product recommendations and reviews, which will go up in my Facebook group and on Instagram, I will go through you know, aisles in so much more detail, different products, different brands, etc. So that was a really top level tour of the aisles, but the biggest tip is only walk aisles where you need something and make sure that you're going into that aisle not hungry. My last step before we get into my episode tip this week is label reading. So I'm going to give you a super quick tutorial right now in this episode, but I'm giving a full live video education 
on Friday, September 17th in my free Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. If you're not already a member there, then at the end of this episode, head on over to my show notes. I'm going to include a link to the Facebook group there. Make sure that you click it and join the group so that you can either join in live for the education on Friday or it will stay up in the group and you can re-watch it. But I'm going to give this live tutorial on how to read food labels, how to understand what they are all about because they seem like they're helpful, but then when you start looking at them, they seem a little bit more complicated. And so this uh, tutorial that I'm going to give on Friday is going to delve all into that. Plus, I'm giving you the opportunity to message me with any particular labels that you'd want me to review during this live education. So that's this Friday, September 17th, and it's at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you're listening to this episode and this date has already passed, don't fret The video is going to stay up in the Facebook group. All you have to do is head on over to those show notes and click the link to join the group and you'll be able to grab the training there as well. Labels are mostly for comparing products. The goal is you want to pick up two products that are similar, flip the label over and give them a quick comparison. So like bread, crackers are two simple basic examples where you would maybe be picking up two different types of those items and doing a and doing a quick comparison. The first thing that you want to do is check the portion size. Portion sizes are not standardized, so they are set by the food company, and they're not always the same. They're not the suggested serving amount of what is a healthy amount. It's literally what the food company believes is the right amount to put, and they're in complete control of choosing that. So that is important to remember. It's not the recommended serving size. It's just the serving size decided by the food company. It's a little bit of mental math when the serving sizes don't match each other. So that's just an important thing. Is it one slice of bread? Is it two slices of bread? The main things that we want to look at on a label are calories, fat, protein, carbohydrates, fiber, and sugar. And depending what your health status is and what the food is, sometimes sodium is a good one to look at as well. The other thing that you always want to give a quick look to is the ingredients list. Like I mentioned before, if you're comparing breads, you want to make sure that that first ingredient is whole grain sugar. If you're looking at the amount of sugar, whole grain sugar, whole grain flour. If you're looking at the amount of sugar, then you want to be seeing where is sugar falling in the ingredients list, how far down is it. The ingredients are listed by amount in the product by weight. The further, the closer things are to the front of the list, the more there is of that ingredient. And the last thing that I'm going to cover here in label reading without going into all the details of all those different items to compare, because then this podcast would be way too long, is that the percentages that you see on the side of the nutrition facts label are a percent daily value. And those are marked off of a 2000 calorie diet. And it's the percent that that item is of that total 2000 calories. So for example, if you have your fat and it says that it's 10%, that means that that item in that portion size is 10% of your total recommended daily intake of fat. Again, it's a little hard to explain in audio without giving you some visual aids to learn more about it. And that's why I'm doing the live video training on Friday. So the last thing I'm going to say about percent daily value is if you're looking for something that you want to minimize, like fat or sodium, you want to look at 
something that is 5% or less, and that means it's a little bit amount of that item. If you are looking something that you want to maximize, maybe like something like fiber, then something that is 15% or more would be a good choice for that item. If something is 15% or more for sodium, I would say that's not a good choice when you are trying to reduce your sodium intake. So I hope that makes sense. Health Canada has a really super basic handout on label reading. So what I'm going to do is I will link that in my show notes so that you can take a look at it. So again, the training is Friday, September 17th at 12.15 p.m. in my Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss, and you can grab the link in the show notes. This brings us into my tip of this episode. And today's episode tip is being open to trying new things. If you see a fruit on sale and you've never tried it before, grab a couple of them. Include the whole family. Maybe every month you are trying a new food. You make it a fun activity for everyone. Maybe you're trying a new product or a new brand. Whatever it is that seems like it's a good fit with your family, it's a great way to get kids involved with grocery shopping and excited about trying new foods. It's a great way to include different variety. And maybe you're going to discover a new food that you like that you never knew that you did before. Great example of this is my old manager. I've talked about her before, Jacqueline Pritchard. She had this food at work one day and I was like, what is that? And she said, it's jicama. I had never tried jicama before. I tried some of hers. I love it. And now when I see jicama in the grocery store, I am more likely to buy it. In today's episode, I just gave you a very quick virtual audio tour of how to grocery shop. I took you through setting yourself up for success with a basic meal plan and a grocery list. And then once you get to the store, we're going to aim to shop the perimeter first. Then we're going to go down the aisles where we need stuff. And I went through a very, very brief way of how to read a label and what you might be looking for. Finally, my tip this week was to being open to trying new things. So grocery shopping can really just feel like one more task on our to-do list, but this is a fun way to mix it up and try something new. Okay, that's it for my tour. Happy grocery shopping. Thanks for listening. You can find a summary of the show and all the links I mentioned in my show notes, which you can find at lauravermander.com slash podcast. If you're looking for a little bit more community, make sure you join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in my show notes. Finally, if you like this episode, make sure you follow the show and I'd love if you take a minute to leave a review or share with a friend. All right, excited to chat again next week. Bye for now.